0: Bad and bo- Welcome to the Batamichi Podcast. I'm Aaron.
1: I'm Erica.
2: And I'm still here.
0: <laughs> Welcome, David. Welcome. Glad to have you back.
2: Glad to be back.
0: You know, it's a very important day. First day post election, first day in this. New era of a liberal minority government. Can you feel the winds of change at your back?
2: I haven't been outside in two days. I but. feel it up my ass. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Okay, we're right into it.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: we're cool. just getting right into it.
0: So <laughs> no, no real change. Not gonna lie, a little bit of a disappointment.
2: Yeah, it, 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 they're still counting but it looks an awful lot like um, nothing will change. expect
1: change? Canada is the place that fights to keep everything the same all the time.
0: I think we all just need to, as a country, go to therapy and learn how to cope with change better because we just don't like it. We're very fearful of it. And sometimes change can be a good thing. Um, I'm
2: sorry, therapy in this economy? <laughs>
0: What a rat. Listen, we're millennials and millennials are all about therapy. I'm
2: all for it. I think everybody should be in therapy. I'm just saying good luck, I good luck paying for it. It's so expensive. Yeah.
0: I mean, isn't there some sort of mental the liberal strategy?
1: Yeah. Didn't the liberals promise like some mental health fund or was that the concern?
2: Well, the good news is that we do fund healthcare in this country. The bad news is the brain isn't part of the body.
0: Right. Well, isn't there a cartoon? That just like them? your
2: eyes and your teeth.
0: Yeah, Yeah. It not- it's not like they yeah. aren't
1: attached to your skull or
0: anything.
2: Yeah, it's not as if literally everything about you comes from the... Tiny- I just... I'm just so cynical and so tired today. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, I but just...
1: It terms- Why going to be the bright light again? Is this what we're that's doing? How, that's,
2: how, that's how weird things are now. <laughs> how fucked up things are. We've
0: entered the upside down.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes, we have entered the upside down.
0: Um, but even in terms of change, like the seat count is basically the same. It's not even as though the liberals lost seats. They lost riding. Yeah. They didn't lose seats.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, for those who watch CBC, you, you might have seen Lisa Raitt say that somebody texted her. It was a six hundred and ten million dollar cabinet shuffle. Yes. And, and, you know, that's a really good line. I saw someone a few people tweet, you know, we could have done this by email. Yes, and uh, I said, you know, I would have rearranged a handful of seats in Parliament for three hundred million. Could have saved you Boz's a cool third of a billion. But here we are, and I know people will say, "Well, it's never a waste when it's democracy." I'm like, "Bullshit! It's not a waste. It was a huge waste. We did this because the Liberals wanted a majority, not out of some some great." A democratic noblesse oblige or commitment to a representative government—they wanted a majority, and so we went through all this. They wanted power, and it's not just time. We—it's not just money we've lost. Money is incidental. We've got money; we can. It's time. We lost time. We lost focus. We lost an opportunity. Government effectively slowed to a crawl for six weeks, probably longer, because you've got to do the upkeep now and get back to work, and you had to slow down. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, you Uh, need to speak from the
2: throne. Yeah, which they could have done without an election. Like, it's just it's 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 stunning to me that we've gone through, and it's stunning to me that people let the liberals gaslight them into believing that this was some noble thing.
0: Are you talking that this was a, about like,
2: democracy? Like, come on.
0: Are you talking about in terms of like Canadian public or like the political journalist class?
2: I don't think the journalist class bought it. I think it was you know some, and I don't think the public at large bought it. And I think that's evidenced in the turnout and you know, in the way people voted, I think. Yeah, but there are liberal defenders who try to make the case that this was, you know, this necessary good thing. And I, you know, again, would we have been in this if the liberals had a majority in 2020 or 2019? I don't think no. so. Absolutely. So then what the hell were we doing?
0: And I can't wait to do it again in another 18 months.
2: Yeah. Maybe with a new liberal leader, though.
1: True.
0: Oh, Perhaps. that's a very good question.
1: So let me just... Okay, so there were 800,000 mail-in ballots. The Liberals got 157 seats, exactly the same number they won in 2019, 13 short of the 170 needed for a majority. Uh, The Conservatives, 121 seats, the same as in 2019, even though they won slightly more of the popular vote. The NDP, 29 seats, a gain of five seats, While the block are down three at 29 seats. And the greens are down to two. One of them is Elizabeth May. The other one, I don't know. Maxime Bernier's Kitchener. 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 Ah, so they did get Kitchener. Okay. Maxime Bernier's party didn't win a seat. Uh, And this is the last time I'm doing election predictions. So, (laughs) because I was wrong. Basically, everything is like it was prior to the election. And my question is, what is Justin Trudeau's longevity as leader of this party?
0: He said in his speech last night that Canadians gave them a clear mandate, which might be the biggest load of shit I've ever heard come out of anyone's mouth, because it's literally the same as it was before. And... It could have. We could have just continued as it was and reduce the impact on providing government services to Canadians. All of the things that they wanted, they put in their platform, could have already been done, or could have been done in the next budget cycle, right? And yeah. So to say that they're they've been like given this like there's a, been a rebirth. That's a load of shit.
1: Sorry. No. And no. You got what you got the last time. So sit down and eat your fucking food.
0: Yeah. And so in terms of like his longevity, I don't, I don't know. Like I mentioned on a previous episode, this, I heard this was his last election, but I don't know how long he stays around. I think that remains to be seen maybe a year. And then they get six months with a new leader before an election's called. Um, Someone I know was talking to me and saying, oh, well, you know, they need a new leader, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I heard that it, could, it might be a woman. I was like, yeah, it's going to be Christian Freeland. And their response was, well, then why isn't she, you know, doing more things?
1: What Which, do you mean doing more things? I guess
0: like sharing the spotlight. But at the same time, that's not there. Like she's in her riding doing her thing. He Trudeau as the party leader is the one going around. So I wouldn't expect Christian Freeland to necessarily be a, a booster for a candidate out in BC or out in Nova Scotia the way that Trudeau would be, right? And also Christia Freeland was very front and center in their succession-style uh, platform launch. So she was there. You just had to really, really, really look for
2: her. Yeah, I think you're right about the trajectory. I don't know what's going to happen if they want a coronation or a leadership contest I mean, that's going to be an open question right Uh, if they want a coronation the sort of such that they had kind of in the Justin Trudeau years that'll be one thing Uh, but perhaps they want a real leadership contest which they haven't really had in some time Um, I'll be curious to see what it is they actually want
0: I guess the question you know I guess the question and if so
2: who's that look like is it it Carney versus Freeland is it the battle of the technocrats like what's it going to be
0: yeah, and, you know, I think we all think it's Christopher Freeland, but I think Mark Carney is also a good guess. Um, there's two questions though, right? It's who should it be? Who will it be? And who does everyone else want? So I guess three questions, right? I think, I think people, there's a general feeling that there should be a woman as a leader that could actually win and form government.
1: You mean a white woman?
0: Yes. I'm. I'm just saying. No, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Do we think Mark Carney will come,
1: the party? Well, he was out there a lot. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it's going to be. The Liberals love to post up these, you know, this star power that has no substance, and I know that Mark Carney is Mister Bank of Canada, Bank of England guru but where does he sit on all the other topics? I haven't heard anything about indigenous issues from our Carney. I haven't heard about um, anything about systemic racism. I mean, his climate change, he's, he's hard on climate change, sure, but I'm not convinced that the liberals understand where the Canadian electorate is now. Shit, I don't even know if I do, but What is clear is that they really um, misjudged the mood of this country. That's clear. And I'm not sure that going forward that they're I I don't have faith in their political calculations. I thought they were better than this.
2: They're not. (laughs) They're not. No one's better than we think.
0: So in McLean's Shannon Proudfoot has a piece and there's a quote in the end the voters sighed and rolled their eyes, giving Justin Trudeau begrudging permission to keep doing what he had been doing, but no more. I think it's quite apt.
2: I think voters voted for who they wanted to win, and the electoral system returned a liberal government with roughly 32 to 34 percent of the vote, probably roughly the same, if not less, than the conservatives. Uh, People vote for the party they want to win. And, and that the message they send is I want this party to win. And um, I, I think the, the artifact of, okay, here's the message we send to Trudeau is, is more of a media narrative than, than anything. Um, I, I think it indicates that what we're trying to do in this country is jam a multi-party system into a two-party electoral system. And nothing's gonna change until we change the structure. But you know how we are about changing structures in this country. <laughs> We just don't do again, it.
0: We're scared
2: of change. Yeah. Yeah. We don't change well, structures. I,
1: I think part of the problem is that we don't have a clear vision of what that structure looks like. That that change. We can... So that's why we tink, tinker around the edges. I don't know. I, I just... I don't know. I think we... I, I literally am like, what does this say? Like, what does this outcome say? I think it says that we like the minority government just fine. Thank you very much. We don't trust you to give you a majority, Mr. Trudeau and the liberals. And we, you know, the NDP is fine. Like Jugmeet Singh is the guy I want to have a beer with. But Canada does not elect leadership on that American-like way. Oh, -hmm. this is the guy I want to have a beer with, so that's cool. Can you imagine George W. Bush in a Canadian election? My goodness. Like, (laughs) I I couldn't imagine. And so I think with the NDP has really bought into this cult of personality and has really uh, has really tried to look a certain way, and they failed. They failed to make to turn that into um, mo- like turnout, and that was always the question I was asking: What is your conversion from TikTok look like? And obviously, not like much, and so. As as somebody texted from my like in my in one of my Twitter group chats, she's like, the first thing she texted this morning. So I guess TikTok doesn't win you elections. Mm -hmm. Go figure.
2: (laughs) No, I think we have to have a serious talk about the NDP. I was willing to say, okay, look, let's see what their strategy does, right? Let's see if it works. Let's see what it does. Uh, maybe it will will yield something. I was a little bit dubious because of we know who turns out and who doesn't, but maybe it works. But the fact is, in 2019, the NDP won 24 seats and 16% of the vote. This time around, it looks like they're going to end up with 25 seats, maybe give or take one or two, with about 17.7, maybe 18% of the vote. Uh, what this is all margin of error movement. What's the point what, 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 what do they want? Is this what they want? Like, if this is what the party wants, then I would like senior people to come out and say, this is our strategy. This is what we're about. We're about winning, you know, two dozen seats and keeping the liberals honest because then at least I can, tr- I can give up caring about them. Then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like then I, I, I can at least say, okay, this party doesn't want big structural change. This party's not, you know, a structural change party. They don't have a long-term vision for remaking the country. They want to tinker with liberalism. Good to know. I can move on. <laughs> but I don't know what they're about.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like when, this is what the NDP is like. It's when like a guy is giving you signals and sending you mixed messages and you finally have that talk And he's like, "We're cool as is," and you're like, "Okay, now I know. I can move on. I feel like that's the MVP."
0: Are you saying that we have a toxic relationship with them? Yes, voters. Yes. Listen, I don't. I don't hate the TikTok strategy in terms of using it as a platform, but I none of us does. But I think that they they lean into the memes and the LOLs and the lulls a little too much that very it doesn't translate to a conversation in the mainstream media in a meaningful way, and maybe that's where the conversion is, right? Like I kind of like that Jegmeet is happy to have a sense of humor, but one, how much time is you spending on these TikToks? Yeah. And two, when they make it to the mainstream media, they just become a joke because mainstream media isn't on TikTok, and so they don't understand the memes. They don't understand the jokes. And right. so they just make him into a laughing stock. So I think there's like a bit of a symbiotic relationship there.
1: I think that's a very, very um, astute observation because I agree. Like we're talking about conversion. Um, well, what's stopping them from converting? And that is the TikTok is an appendage to a strategy that I don't see. I don't understand how it all works together, right? And I don't wanna see jag swag. Like, seriously? How am I supposed to take you seriously when half of your attention is on nonsense TikTok videos that don't always express the policy, right? And don't really do anything to highlight other members of the party and what how they interact with the strategy of or the sorry platform, like have that have them do that like I don't understand the problem, and Aaron I think just explained the problem, which is one of the most important things in digital is to is to start or um or be a prime mover of a conversation. And I haven't seen the NDP do that much. And I haven't seen them do that in the digital strategy. I haven't seen them, I would have loved to see a hundred million times of, of what the NDP did for us. Talk about sick days, talk about CERB, talk about all these things. They didn't spend enough time doing that. And so they seem, all those spoils go to the liberals because nobody knows any different. Because guess what? Most Canadians aren't like us and 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 follow the play by play. And so much has gone on. Even I've forgotten what they've done. And so they should have done that throughout the um, not only to campaign but throughout COVID. And so I, I, so when they show up at your door and they don't talk about defunding the police they talk about increasing funding to the police actually or their affordable housing strategy i'm not even sure what it is um or you know they talk in these in these like blurbs and i'm like but what about this what about that what about i just between them not having a cohesive strategy and me seeing Jag Swag and me seeing nonsense TikTok videos, I can't take them seriously. So how do they expect to
0: get elected? All right. So that does it for this week's episode. Just a quick note that Erica and I are going to be taking a little bit of a break. I'm sure Erica is going to get some sleep. Happy and minute. not
1: wake up at Aaron times. Yeah.
0: Listen, I've Aaron hours. I've already made the argument in favor of mornings. And that is the time when you can best shit on the establishment. Because that's when they're the most awake and replying to people.
1: I will remember this. (laughs) Gotta get up early to shit on people.
2: I like it. Okay. Not me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Also, uh, in our Twitter space on election night, David made a surprise announcement that... (laughs) <laughs> um,
2: a, a surprise joke but should we actually do it
0: 100% yeah of course
2: okay. okay man
1: that's what you that's what you get
2: when I run my mouth this is what happens
0: he announced that he is going to be providing subscribers with his top 10 rom-coms um, I hope he develops you know a rating system and provides a little paragraph on the thoughts or are we just gonna get a list David or is it really just a surprise
2: no I'm gonna do it right
0: okay so if you have recommendations of rom-coms for David and or Erica and me to watch please let us know in the comments on Twitter wherever and uh hopefully hopefully we'll get around to watching them if we can find them on streaming
2: I will watch uh, whatever people recommend and, and consider it for the list. So mm. please so, let me know.
0: This is democracy right here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No right. vote left behind. So
0: right, once, again, <laughs> once awesome. again, David, thank you so much for joining us for our election coverage.
2: Thank you for having me. This has been a lot of fun.
0: It's been a delight.
1: It has been. And I just want to say uh, thank you everybody who came into our Twitter space yesterday. Yes. It was fun. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad we got to hear from some of you and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, some of you have asked if, for us to do it again. Yes, we'll let you know. And guess what? If you subscribe, you'll know where it, where it, when it happens.
0: On that note. We'll be back sometime soon. Okay. Bye. Bye,
2: Bye, everybody.